It's a very exciting episode. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Very exciting episode. <laughs> uh, I'm Bobby Navia. And I am Dorian Weinzimmer. Welcome, everyone, to the couch. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to bury the lead. Today we're talking about cats. Yeah, we got we've been wanting to talk about this for a long time. I and mean, we, we have, Bobby and I have discussed cats. Yes. Outside of the uh, hot microphone <laughs> setup of the couch recording session. But, uh, oh, yeah. But we've been wanting to discuss it in a more, uh, I guess this is what we call a formal capacity Yeah. on the show here, because <laughs> this is so different from, you know, the conversations what we, we just have. Do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, fucking cats. Like, I mean, if you don't know about this already, like this debacle. It's coming out next week, December 20th. Set the Internet's dick on fire when the first trailer <laughs> came out. Like, uh, it... it went wild and i mean with good reason this thing this is one of those like how many fucking people had to like say yes to all of this for this to like get released and like this much money and time and like star power to like go into something like this Mm -hmm. it is just i don't you know yeah one of those things where you just have to want like what what actually was in the water like at this place where they're making this fucking movie or, you know, funding it or making decisions about the making of this movie. Because it is just, it's some sort of, I don't know, group delusion that this is in any way uh, a good idea. Or it was designed from the ground up to do exactly everything that it's doing right now. And it's fucking brilliant. Well, I (laughs) I rewatched both trailers on the way over here. Okay. on On the bus. Uh, I should have rewatched trailer two. I only rewatched the first one. Hannah hadn't seen it, so I had to show it to her. Oh, really? My wife, yeah. Yeah. She had seen stills. You know, I mean, okay, she was oh, like, that was bad enough. I was just like, oh, I don't need to watch then she this. Saw the and I was move. like, Hannah, <laughs> you haven't seen the jiggle. Yes. All right. <laughs> you need to see the jiggle. Yes. That's a big part of what's so ill advised about all of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, okay. I got a few ways we can start this off. Mm-hmm. We can we can go straight into the trailers, um, but I did some Wikipedia research, yeah, and I can give you a little background as to what Cats is, the musical, and you know, then we can get into yeah. the trailer. I so I I think we should start with some background because okay. uh, I know woefully little about Cats. All to right. be honest, I've never seen it. Thankfully. Me neither. I never have. Either. I mean, that's going to change next week, but. Um, I never saw the play. My my mom was a big Andrew Lloyd Webber fan. Okay, uh, I assume. Well, I assume she still is. Yeah, she's not fucking dead. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> um, uh, but so she dragged me and my brother to several of of his uh, stage. Uh, yeah. Um, Events. Expression, artistic expressions, if you will. Artistic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what he makes. All right. I think that they're artistic expressions. They're not musicals. Um, yeah, they might be. They're they're something. All, All right. right. But uh, so I saw like Phantom of the Opera, and I saw Miss Saigon. Okay. And I saw, I think his Sunset Boulevard. Those are, I remember Phantom and Miss Saigon because those two at least had some spectacle. Like yes. Phantom of the Opera, his performance of it. There's like the end of the first act before the, um, the intermission. The chandelier comes down. Yes. Uh, like drops down from the ceiling over yeah. the audience and swings at the stage and it's super cool. 
Um, and then on Miss Saigon, one of the set pieces, they have like a real helicopter oh, on okay. the fucking stage. Yeah. Like it doesn't, you know, they obviously doesn't. don't turn on the propellers or anything, but right, it's right. like a fucking straight up. Nice. There's just a helicopter on the stage. And, you Sweet. know, so those two I remember because even at like, what, 10 or 13 or however old I was, I was like, all right, that's kind of, that's how like my parents sold it to me. They're like, chandelier's going to come down, <laughs> you know, and there's a fucking helicopter on the stage. And I was like, all right, that sounds kind of cool. Um, but uh, but anyway, so they uh, they weren't into cats though. That wasn't a thing okay. that they were interested in. So I don't even remember them having because my mom, uh, you know, she always had like the CDs of like all the you know original oh. cast recordings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she did not own cats though. Really? Yeah, had all the other Android. You're gonna have over. to ask your mom. Yeah, I want to. So, I want to know what. Uh, I don't know if she saw it and didn't like it, or yeah. if the subject matter just didn't interest her yeah. to begin with. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I've also heard it's just like a batshit insane stupid thing that's well. basically uh because i well yeah the last thing real quick because I, I do remember when the trailer came out uh idris elba was on like colbert or something promoting i think hobbs and shaw or that's some right. shit yes 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 and uh the, you know the trailer had just come out and he's in the trailer so that of course they're asking him like yo <laughs> did you see it? and but they started asking him like what is cats about and he totally fumbled and basically i think admitted he was just like i i actually don't no know idea. yeah i have no clue <laughs> what the movie's about and you know so all the you know it kind of went viral and everyone was like oh haha he doesn't even know you know the plot of the movies and which a kind of common actually for actors <laughs> yeah um on top of it too a lot of that stuff sometimes gets changed in the edit and you know whatever but uh but on top of it, a lot of people were pointing out as well that, like, yo, nobody knows what Cats is about. This was like, the first time I heard about yeah, that as well, yeah. Yeah, no, everyone's like, that's not, like, everybody knows that this isn't about anything. Yeah. It's, it's a, like, one guy, I think, just put it as, like, what Cats is about is a series of cats introducing themselves until one of them is given permission to die. Right. And that is the play. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all it's about. It, there's not like some big drama or love yeah. story or anything. It's just a bunch of cats that are like, hello, I am this cat. Yes. And they do a scene and then That's eventually on. one of them is dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah. So that's all I know about cats. All right. Yeah. Well, so. I have it here. Uh, from Edify the, me, Bobby. From the trusty Wikipedias. <laughs> yeah. uh, the wikiest. The wikiest. It says that uh, Cats is a sung-through uh, musical composed by Andrew Lloyd Webber based on the 1939 poetry collection Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats by T.S. Eliot. That's right. I heard about this. Okay. Yeah. And apparently T.S. Eliot wrote these for like his godchildren or his grandchildren, and that was he wrote under Old Possum. That mm -hmm. was like a pseudonym or whatever. Okay. okay. Yeah. And so uh, de plume. it tells the story of a tribe of cats called the Jellicles. And the night they make the quote Jellicle choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, deciding which cat will ascend to the heavy side lair and come back to a new life. The musical includes the well-known song "Memory" as sung by Grizabella, which is Grizabella is a character mm -hmm. in in the musical Cats. Um, so yeah, anyways, written by T.S. Eliot. The movie not is written by T.S. Eliot. Not written by T.S. <laughs> Eliot. <laughs> um, Just wanted to clarify. <laughs> yeah, uh, is uh, directed by uh, Tom Hooper. Yeah, uh, the screenplay is by Lee Hall and Tom Hooper. Tom Hooper, by the way. 
uh, directed uh, the HBO miniseries John Adams. Yeah, he uh, did uh, the King's Speech. Speech, Les Miserables, the uh, the one with Hugh Jackman and Anne Hathaway. And then this, I believe, he hadn't done anything since King's Speech, right? It's just, or uh, Les, Mis, Les Mis. Yeah. yeah, right. I don't think so. I don't think yeah, so nothing either, I'm aware yeah. of. Maybe like a TV something. Mm. I can't remember. He might have. I think he might have directed uh, an episode or two of The Crown. Also, oh, okay. I think I saw his name on there. Maybe he just uh, like executive produces or something. Yeah, but he might have directed an episode or two of that as well. All right, but yeah, very like I don't know, like British director. Yes, he's like what you'd think of when you think of he does like British movies and right. like musical theater. You mm-hmm. know, like opulent musical theater productions. On my way over here, I started thinking about Tom Hooper. I started thinking I haven't watched The King's Speech in a long time, but yeah, I, that's I, a great movie. Really, really, really like that movie a lot. Yeah, and then I do remember going to I've I saw Les Mis the stage musical before I saw the movie. Um, it had been like years apart, but I rewatched actually the trailer to Les Mis, like the teaser trailer to it or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I'd really like the vibe of that movie. I think one of the big sellers when that movie was coming out was that all the actors sang live on stage. Yeah. So the, on set. Yeah. So what you're watching in the movie is not something that's pre-recorded. It is them in the in the yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Usually how that's done is like all the music would be like totally recorded in a studio setting and totally dialed in, and then they would just have playback on set when they shoot the scene. Right. And the actors have to just lip sync because they're like, no, this is the music we're using to like cut to mm-hmm. for the movie, so it's got to match this. You right. Know? But um, he kind of flipped that all on its head and let the actors actually like sing live uh, on set so that they could actually like adjust the performance because that's kind of the thing is like when you do that and pre-record all of it, you have to lock in basically all of your acting decisions, right? Um, you know, because that's how it's going to sound. You can't change your inflection a little bit to add a little more emotion here or whatever. That's mm-hmm. all got to be dialed in and that's yeah. what it's going to be. And so you're married to all that by the time you even just go to shoot. Yeah. Um, which sounds awful. It does. <laughs> so, and, and when's so that? yeah, but you know, but capturing, uh, you know, like studio quality vocals while you're on a fucking film set, yeah, is also a really stupid thing to try to do. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I understand why, yeah. you know, that was generally that's the way they would go, is yeah. because you know, um, but uh, but yeah, they decided to to go for the challenge on Les Mis, and they let them like live perform mm-hmm. and capture it. Um, I'm sure they went into the studio afterwards as well oh, to try yeah. to probably like pick up like mm-hmm. okay, we know we're going to use this take. Yeah. So let's have you you know perform it like this again, and um, you know and just sweeten up the audio where they needed to. But I think they did uh, really went out of their way to like uh, do a lot of stuff with audio mm-hmm. and like soundproofing gear. Yeah, and things because he's not like a you know Hooper's not he's a pretty visually dynamic guy too. He's not the type of dude that's just going to have a camera static. No, you know there's going to be like a crew of eight people moving this giant camera rig while this person's singing, yeah. and like if any of that makes noise, the microphone's going to pick it up. You know, so it's like yeah, it's this huge technical challenge mm-hmm. um, to do that stuff live on set, and that's why nobody fucking does it. Yeah, you know? <laughs> um, it's way cleaner and easier to do it the other way. So, but. Um, but yeah, from what I understand, everybody that, well, the actors loved it. You know, I know mm-hmm. all the actors were like, this was the greatest thing in the world to yeah. be able to do this, um, be able to perform it like live like that on set. But, um, um, from what I understand, I, again, I have not seen the movie, but, uh, everybody says the performances and the, of the music and the acting are, are actually both phenomenal and you can like really tell yeah. what a difference this approach made to the like emotional heft 
it's a very it's like very it's more real than I've I guess it's maybe like watching a 4K movie like and that was before 4K. Mm. It's like some movies you watch and you're like Jesus like yeah. This just is it's like I feel like it's there like I can feel it and he makes you feel that with you know some of the camera choices and you know especially with them singing uh, live as well and stuff yeah. and so I remember liking the movie but I think I liked it uh, more on like uh, for like on a technical level mm-hmm. of what was what was happening on screen and like you know what what the story was behind it to to get it to look that way or feel that way or sound that way you yeah because <laughs> I, I remember them putting out like a bunch of featurettes and one of the featurettes was uh showed a lot of behind the scenes of like hugh jackman singing and him tom hooper saying what you were just saying right now like you know i can give hugh jackman a direction and he can change the inflection in his voice yeah or in this line and it, it works so much more stronger for right. for the character, and we can work more on that. Yeah, know, on set. and that's more what it's like, you know, when they when these things are performed on stage. Is like every that's night, right. you yeah. know, the actor is live performing the music, and the, those things can be adjusted, and you know, and they are in rehearsals and whatnot. But even like night to night, performance to performance, they can like tweak that stuff. Yeah, um, moment to moment, even just depending on kind of like how the scene's playing that night, you know, yeah. and shit like that. So. Uh, you mentioned the actors. I'm gonna run through the cast real quick. Mm-hmm. Just the main, just the big wigs. So and their names because oh, that'll be nice. Let yeah. me tell you, I don't. Do you know any of their names? Just Grizabella now. Just Grizabella. Yeah. All right. Uh, so James Corden, his name is Bustopher Jones. Okay. Judy Dench is Old Deuteronomy. Okay. Jason Derulo is. Rum Tum Tugger. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Idris Elba is as McCavity. 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 Okay. Uh, Jennifer Hudson is Grizabella. Grizabella. Grizabella is apparently the role that sings that song, Memory. Yeah. Uh, Ian McKellen is Gus the Theater Cat. Oh, hey. Uh, Who would have thought? Yeah. What a Sylvia stretch room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift is Bombalarina. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rebel Wilson is Jenny Any Dots. Okay. And then uh, Francesca Hayward, who's the new actress, I guess, in this movie. It's like her introduction. Yeah. And she's the one who's like the all white yeah. one. Yeah. Whatever. Great introduction being covered in CGI fur. Yeah. Everyone's going to know you. Really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, her name is just Victoria. What? Yeah. Isn't that fucking lame? Is that? Yeah. Everyone else, I'm not going to go through the rest I guess of the cast. I guess that's how you know that's the protagonist, because it's just like an everyman name. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's like Rum Tum Timmy Tum and yeah. McCavity and, and Gus the Theater Cat and then Vicky. Um, okay, so when uh, I finished watching the first trailer, uh, after I watched it over again, I, aside from, you know, how they look, mm-hmm. it didn't really, like, I thought it was a good first trailer. I was trying to think to myself, like, does it does it stand as a good piece of like, yes, this is Cats the musical, yeah. as a you know live action ish movie, mm-hmm. um, because I had just watched the Les Mis one and the first the teaser to Les Mis has, I guess it's the famous song that Anne Hathaway sings. Oh yeah, <clears throat> you know, layered over just images from the movie in no particular order. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I watched the second one. I found out what uh, Jason Derulo, who is a music artist, um, who is getting into acting. I found out 
by listening closely when he screams. Uh-huh. And <laughs> while I was watching the first trailer, I was like, I wonder if there's going to be like a sequence in this movie where like this particular element that cat love, that cats love comes is part of the music or something like, mm-hmm. or whatever. And then to my surprise, the word that he screams, it changes. Mm. And sometimes it'll be like, yeah. But in this particular trailer, he screamed milk very loud. Oh, and so he goes, milk, and then like it cuts. And I was like, oh, boy, this scene's going to be something here. Yeah. So at some point, this trailer teased a milk sequence. Yeah. With a bunch of cats, Jason Derulo feeding them milk. Mm. Well, the first uh, trailer had a, a fluorescent sign for the milk bar That's in the right. background. Yes, I remember so seeing that. So it's, yeah, more than just a lazy clockwork orange reference i suppose <laughs> yes uh although i guess if this you know who knows if the milk bar was part of the original t.s Eliot story or not i don't know I the slightest it could be part of um the uh accepted uh jellical mythology <laughs> and mythos <laughs> if you will um yeah could just be that might be a staple of the heavy side layer yeah. you know i don't i just don't know enough to say um but yeah, no, this is uh, wow, milk, huh? That's a, it. Just makes me think of um, <laughs> so much. Uh, well, of, mainly of Tom Cruise in the Last Samurai when he's screaming Saki. Uh, oh yeah, because yeah. that's one of my favorite sequences ever yeah. on film. <laughs> so good, but Saki. <laughs> um, so I hope it has that same kind of content. I hope one of these cats is like hopelessly addicted to milk, and they're yeah. like, yo, this, you know, fucking. Rum jelly's got like a serious issue. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure. Uh, I mean, Jason Derulo is Rum Tum Tugger. Mm. He's got to be. He's got to be some sort of milk R- drug dealer. Yeah, Rum Tum like, Tugger sounds like he's got boundary issues at I the mean, very least. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a guy who provides a service, mm-hmm. and if you're willing yeah, to pay at a price, <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And it ain't always money. No, yeah. it's not. Uh. Uh-uh. Um. Yeah, because everyone they don't call me Rum Tum Tugger because I love cash. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Cat, what do you think cats use as currency? Oh man, that's a good. Do you think there's currency in this? Movie? There has do to you... be. There's got to be I something mean... that's like. Well, I know they show Taylor Swift with a fucking glittery catnip. catnip thing, so I assume there's a fucking drug sequence in this movie, which I'm all for. Okay, if catnip um, is cocaine, what is milk? Mm, and alcohol. We're... Okay. All right. right. All right. Yeah, yes, it's gotta that's, be true. Booze. that's true. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know why I didn't think about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what would be currency for felines? Hmm. That's a good one. I don't know. Like fucking like rat claws or something. Like because when they or yeah mouse mm-hmm. like mouse paws. Oh, okay. So when they eat them, they leave the like head and the the feet. Right. Right. They don't right, eat that right. shit. So what? Just like leftovers? Just like, yeah. Currency like mouse bones. Or Ooh. Something. Yeah. I already feel like we're writing a better movie. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, or like, I mean, that's the type of shit that would have been in something T.S. Eliot wrote, even for children. Yes. I mean, like Victorian era, like yeah. children's shit. It's not really Fuck. that sanitary. You no, know? Uh-uh. Like, it's pretty straight up. Like, we got to teach these some fucking manners to these kids. <laughs> like, let's put the fear, you know, if the fear of God doesn't work, let's have them fear monsters. Yeah, exactly. Basically. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I could. I would. Mouse bones would be a good, good form of currency. I could get into that. But uh. <laughs> okay, so the elephant in the room is that Tom Hooper 
CGI, you know, these people into cats, these actors and actresses into yeah. cats. I I dare say what he did more so is like he just CGI'd fur on top of people. Okay. Because they're they don't look like cats at all. They're not yeah. They look like naked people. Yes. With yeah, fur do. tightly, tightly attached <laughs> to their skin. Yes. And then there's a tail basically to conceal the ass crack. They all have like a little like jiggle to them. Especially yeah. like Rebel Wilson. Yes. You know, they tried to make her like, you know, she's sort of like tastefully pear shaped. Right. You know? Yeah. And and then but then when she's dancing around, there's this like kind of sexualized like jiggle thing happening. Yeah. And again, she's like basically butt naked. Right. With yeah, a thin, very thin layer of like bad CGI fur just like between you and, you know, her <laughs> ass yeah, essentially. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's just, it's very like, it's hard not to read it as like, are you trying to make these cats sexy? Like what the fuck? Yeah. Why are they all sexy? You know? And they're all like, you know, in very like, you know, sort of, um, uh, enticing poses and, you know, things like that really. Well, just, you know, like, they all went to cat school. Yeah. They're all, they're all showing off their curves. They all went to and cat whatnot. school. Yep. And uh, it's yeah, it's just it's just weird. It's like I I don't see how I'm not supposed to feel like you're trying to for you're trying to sell this to me as sexy. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just it's bad CGI furry fantasy. Yeah. You know, like that's all it is. <laughs> and I, cool. Like if you're into that, I'm. This is like, I mean, jam. this is literally Christmas for you. Literally. You know. Yeah. You've been waiting your whole life for this, and fucking go to town, but. I just don't, you know, the the like marketing decision making behind putting this kind of money, you know, just knowing what goes into making a big budget film, yeah, especially for a property that has a lot of, um, you know, invested parties involved. Um, Andrew Lloyd Webber, I don't know if he's still alive or not, but him or I'm and sure or his yeah. estate, I'm sure, have tons of mm-hmm. control over these movies, you know, that get made and things like that. Yeah, he so. is because I think they said uh, him and Taylor Swift wrote a new song for the movie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so anyway, what, yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of people involved with that have to, like, agree to this. But I guess it's one of those things that, you know, is like at the same time, I, I think people who are fans of this particular musical are kind of surprised at people being surprised at what this looks like. Because yeah. I think this is really just like it's it's only a small step removed from what that stage play actually looks like. Yeah, yeah. From what I understand, because it basically is just people wearing thin catsuit leotards, yeah, and dancing around, around gyrating <laughs> on each other on fucking stage. And so, yeah, I think everyone's kind of like, I mean, what did you think the Cats movie was going to be? I don't know. Do you think it would have? I'm not going to say be better, but like look better if it was just like leotards or. I mean, I would. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, always do down think... for a practice. Like you look at the kind of costumes that like they make in big Hollywood productions and yeah. shit like that now and even big like Broadway or theater productions. Right. They could have made something that, you know, if you were just going to go that route would have been like way more natural. Just go the Len Wiseman mm-hmm. werewolf route. <laughs> well, don't don't do that. <laughs> you know. I'm just saying like I'm thinking to myself now that we're talking about it is like would it uh, i wonder if they went through a, a stage where they're like okay how much do we want them to look like cats and how much do we want them to look like people and i feel like they didn't they didn't go <laughs> they didn't go further they didn't go further enough into the cat portion of it like i yeah. wonder if they would have like you know done their legs 
you mm-hmm. know, like opposed to the, the way like cats are, uh, if it would have, you know, I don't know. Probably would have just made it even weirder, honestly. Which I'm fine with, yeah. I guess, because it's already really fucking yeah, let's, weird. Yeah, like, let's just lean into the phantasmagorical elements of this. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean. Just how fucking bizarre it all is to yeah. begin with, you know, and instead of, yeah. Instead of just painting all over all of it with like, you know, CGI and like, you know, this high right. gloss kind of look to it. But again, it's like, you know, I, I I feel like this is just it's one of those things that it's it's a lot of people who this isn't their world, yes. like being invited to look into this world and just like judging it, you know, for that. And I'm not like defending it. I think there's a lot of horrible decisions going on in here <laughs> just from like a filmmaking standpoint. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like. This all I can see how every decision in this is like directly derived from what is probably the stage play. Right. You know, like those sets, they look like fucking sets, you know. Yeah. They're sure they're much more glossy and they expand a bit further where it's probably just a backdrop, you know, yeah. or whatever. But, you know, that does feel like a film, you know, like a theater uh, musical theater set. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see here's the background and here's the area where they all dance. Yeah, that's you true. You know, yeah. <laughs> like um, and again, like I, I do know at the very least that in yeah in the theater play that's basically what they're just people wearing cat leotards, right? Yeah. So they're just like, what's the bigger budget version of that? And I, mm-hmm. yeah, again, I would have preferred if they just went with, um, you know, a much just higher production quality like costuming yeah. approach than this whole CGI makeover thing. But that's all the fucking rage now. And in all honesty, unfortunately, that was probably cheaper. Yeah. Um, so every time but, you and I, every time they come out with a new trailer and we talk about this, yeah, we say we're going to see it. Are we going to go see this movie? Yeah, I, you know, the more I think about the reality of sitting through this movie, the more I'm like, I just don't, I really don't want to. No. I <laughs> really, really do. That's why I was looking up the runtime last night. Uh, I was okay. like, Hannah and I were talking about this. She was like, is this going to be a Bubba Gump movie? I'm like, I honestly, like, I, the more I actually look at it, this is more, you know, it's looking more to me like the Meg you know, we think it's going to be this like fun uh, and then we're okay. going to go and we're going to be like, oh, this is damn like this is it. Yeah, that's it. I already know. And, uh, you know, damn. I don't uh, like yeah. watching people just like sing and act in front of me. And I know that's all this is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> and it is a sung. They said a sung through musical there. Yeah. So it's like everything. Is sung, cur- right? There's a there's a tiny bit of dialogue at the end of the first trailer. That's just like spoken right. between a couple of the cats. So yeah. so maybe in the musical it's totally so, but maybe for the movie. Oh, they've actually they might have they might have added a little, you know, little talky stuff. Yeah. As it were. Some exposition, <laughs> as we like to call it. <laughs> All right. So yeah, so I don't know. I'm I'm like having a hard time seeing this. You know, again, like first impression when i first saw i was like oh my god this is an atrocity we have to go yeah right um but the you know the more i'm looking at it the less uh the less spectacular of a failure Uh i'm seeing this and i think it's going to be probably like perfectly successful actually at being exactly what it's supposed to be yeah and it's one of those things it's like probably if you love the musical those people are probably going to fucking love this movie because it just looks like a you know and, and it, you know, that taken to another, you know, extreme mm-hmm. of outrageousness because now it can be done in film where the sky's the limit versus a theater where the, you know, ceiling's the limit. That's probably how, like, Tom Hooper got the funding for it or yeah. just, like, how he sold it was, like, this is just going to look fucking weird. Yeah. And the day that this trailer comes out and the movie comes out, 
everyone is just going to be like, what the fuck is this? This is so bizarre. It's so fucking weird, but this is the point. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, the original, the, the source material for this became like a multi decade, multi million dollar hit by yeah. just being like the fucking most outlandish, bizarro thing that was in that sphere. Right. And to just translate that into film and step up the extremities of those indulgences appropriately. <laughs> Um, you know, it seems like one of those like, okay, yeah, I, you know, I get it. That makes sense. Shock. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I just, I don't think I'm going to get anything out of the movie that I didn't already get out of the trailer. Just from a standpoint of just like, oh my God, this is so weird. Like, like if they don't pick Victoria. Yeah. She's not the person that ascends. I assume she's going to go to the. I assume she's going to go to the heavy side. Yeah. Layer. The heavy side layer. The heavy side layer. I almost said the heavy side place. Or the heavy side layer. The heavy side. Is it the heavy side layer or is it the heavy side layer? It's spelled like a layer of clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But what's the what's the emphasis? Like, is it a heavy side layer or is it a heavy side layer? Oh, it's a heavy side layer. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's I, <laughs> it leaves a lot open to interpretation. I'll thank say. You. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining us on that moment of mammoth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, heavy side layer. Heavy side layer. Or heavy side layer. Heavy side layer. Yeah, heavy side layer or heavy side layer. When you're saying layer, I kept thinking like someone laying down. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like heavy side layer. Yeah. What do you... I, I, I kind of want to know like how someone ascends. I, wa- I want to know the like... Yeah. Because there's not, there's not like a... Is there a thing where like people die and they come back as like a dog or a cat? Like reincarnation, yeah. Yeah, right. Like, is there any sort yeah, it's of been like Hindu? They basically you like ascend or descend the chain based on like your karma, you know, from the life you lived. If you lived a shitty life, you'll come back as like a rat or something. Right. Okay. But you know, if you were like a dog and you lived a good life, then you might come back as a person or something. You'll go up, right. you yeah. know, instead of down. So. Yeah, I want to know what they want. So the cat, so the cat might be trying to like you know turn into a dog. Which yes, I'm saying the dog is the superior animal. Uh, (laughs) That is the dog is a step up (laughs) from being a cat, hundred percent. Or it might just be trying to be a person. That's why they all look like fucking people because they're trying to be people. Like they're halfway there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're they're all they're basically in like a. Mad Max Wasteland Battle Royale kind of scenario for like, you know, who's going to come out and become the person out of all of this. We're all trying to be people. Right. Failing at it miserably. We're not doing a great job being cats either. We're kind of this, I don't know, fuckable in between thing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This party favor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I call a snack, (laughs) you know? Yeah. but um, but yeah, they don't know what the fuck they are. We don't know what the fuck they are. They live. They exist in like this liminal plane of you know both like species identification and like existential yeah dread <laughs> like whatever. I really wish not the trailer would have leaned more into like the the legend of like the jellical cats yeah. and the and you know I know I was, side, yeah. like as we're talking about more and more about you know the plot to this movie yeah. like. Or at least what the play is, because I read the. That's apparently the synopsis to the movie is the same thing. It's just heavy side layer. Yep, there it is. Jellical cats. Yeah, no, it would have been great if and they just started choice. off with like a you know. Every ten years in the in the before time in the long long ago. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> Do you think this movie does a... Uh, First, there was milk. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you think on the seventh day, God would have created milk? Mm. On the seventh day, God chased a laser pointer around the room. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. I like that a lot better. That's or God pointed the laser mm. to fuck with his creation. And all was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Just ants under a microscope. Yep. Um, do you think uh, that this movie pulls a Valkyrie mm. and starts off with all the humans that mm. look like cats and they're meowing? They're meow meow. And meow, we meow, meow. go into meow 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 meow. Welcome to the couch. Mm-hmm. And it's you know. Yeah, we start to see little yes. little bits of or like someone's like someone's just like waking up. Yes. From like a coma or something, yeah. and they're kind of bleary, and they just feel like, and then as they start to like regain consciousness, some subtitles slowly come in, oh. and then you know we start to understand a couple words here and there, and yeah. then eventually we come fully to, and then everything comes in, and now they're just speaking regular because now we can really, yes. you know, we're we're back in the world. I hope that happens. Yeah, I doubt it. I think I they're just. Gonna, I think they're just going to talk and present themselves as people the entire time. Yeah. Except when they remind you that they're a cat, which seems to be a frequent occurrence. And then also, oh yeah, we also haven't talked about the. I mean, I can't even call it forced perspective because <laughs> obviously none of this was shot for real. No. So it's just they CGI'd everything to look big, uh, so that the the people cats you don't look think they small. Made big shit? God no! Everything in this entire trailer looks CGI. I hope they made something. Uh, maybe one or two things, but or I maybe doubt. Maybe like I'd, half of something, like half a big bed. I think they just had him jump around on a green screen, dude. <sighs> but that. I mean, they're already painting. Like yeah, basically, the only thing they captured were people's faces. Yeah, that's true. Like that. That's it. I think everything else about this is fucking animated. You know. Well, 100%. I'm not saying I'm buying the movie when it comes out, but I want some special feature shit. Dude, it's going to be a lot of fucking... I want to see it. It's going to be a lot of tennis balls on people's faces. Ugh. Tell you that. A lot of, yeah, a lot of green screen suits. Fucking, you know, capture that jiggle just right. <laughs> uh, I think I am still going to go see this because I just, I, I have questions. Yeah. And I would like some answers. Um, yeah, I'm... <sighs> I don't know. I'm really on the fence. I mean, it could be a fun, let's just get drunk and go to the movie theater, but I feel like... I feel like I'll, I'll get sober. I've, yeah. I'll well, feel like I've, I'll actually start paying attention. And I feel like like 45 minutes in, I'm going to be like crawling out of my skin to yeah. get out of this, because there's going to be like so much singing happening yeah, that, dude, I, I can't... A lot. I cannot fucking take that shit. It's, yeah. it's so painfully saccharine to me, but... I mean, yeah, I've, granted, I've watched, you know, I watched some musicals recently. I know when, over the summer when I was preparing for a couple music videos, oh, yeah, I yeah, did yeah. watch. But it's one of those that, like, if I'm not in, yes. like, it, oh, my God, like, La La Land, I wanted to fucking shoot myself. All right. Like, real bad, the whole goddamn movie. Okay. Uh, and that wasn't even a fucking musical. True. That yeah. was just a shit movie with a few songs <laughs> in it. Like, <laughs> I disagree, uh, but go ahead. And then, weirdly enough, one of the ones I liked the most was Umbrellas of Cherbourg, which is actually literally sung through the entire film. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Who's yeah. that one? Uh, that was a, a Jacques Demy uh-huh. uh, film, which is really good. Uh, uh, Michel Legrand did all the music for it. Okay. He's really yeah famous uh, French composer. Um, but yeah, no, that movie was excellent. Um, 
and but again it was just it was a good movie you yes. know like it was a good piece of filmmaking mm-hmm. from a filmmaking standpoint uh that just happened to be sung okay um but it's usually it seems like when it's coming from the other side when it's like a musical theater piece that they try to shoehorn into a film you know oh, yeah, 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 yeah. uh that it, it generally falls apart for me um but uh but yeah, so you know, I I can sit through a musical. Yeah. It's not impossible. And there are some, you know, like the South Park movie, arguably is a musical. I do enjoy that. Um, you liked West Side Story? Uh, yeah, I really liked West Side Story actually. And uh, and then Dancer in the Dark, which is oh yeah, you know, it's a musical that's sort of like an anti-musical. So yeah, it's a little. The reason for liking that is not like oh well, you like musical theater, then it's like yeah, eh, right. maybe you should watch the movie <laughs> before you say that. <laughs> Yes, yes. It's very much about, you know, the artifice of all of this, mm-hmm. you know, which is what bothers me so much about it. So okay. a movie that directly kind of like stuck its finger in its fucking, you yeah. know, in between its eyes just to piss it off, <laughs> you know, like, uh, really appealed to me. You. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so I dug that. But this is like, yeah, I don't think, uh, I don't think it's going to be enough of like, you know, an interesting movie, at least in the way that I'm interested in movies yeah. to sustain my interest from that level. And I don't think it's going to be like, yeah, in any way so much more significantly ill-advised than what we've already seen that I'm going to have my interest renewed in that element of it right. throughout the runtime of the film. Okay. So I feel like this is just, this is like a, uh, I'm walking into a no-win scenario. Yeah. I feel like if I go to this movie, so I better be with a good group of people. True. And I better be very drunk. True. And I better be cool with, uh, everyone else better be cool with me possibly getting kicked out of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just like, let's right. just go in knowing like this might be a this thing. Don't get happen. fucking mad about it or be like, Dorian, what were you thinking? Like, no. If we're going to this movie together, just know, like, I might, there might be a point where I just go, all right, you know what? I'm done here. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're liking this? Oh, well, yeah. guess what? Fuck, Fuck you. you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So. Um, yeah, someone might, uh, you know, have to come down from the booth, as they say. Yeah. Sort things out. I'll sort them out. <laughs> Bitches. You're going to take me to the Jellicle place, aren't you? Huh? <laughs> You're going to take me to the heavy side place? Come get me. Come on. <laughs> okay, my last question. Yeah. If you could pick any director to have directed a Cats ad- adaptation. <laughs> Wow. Maybe I should take David Lynch off of the table. Well, yeah, I mean, that's Let's number, that. yeah, no question. I know, I know. Number, number one. one. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, who would it be? Mm. Who would you like? Ooh. You could, you do a couple if you want. I don't know. I just, yeah, I mean, yeah. There, there's yeah. a lot of great there's options. Of, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, there's so many, so many wonderful options you go with. You know what? You know what? I'm going to, because I would genuinely be interested to see this. 100%, I would go see this movie. All right. Uh, Peter Strickland. Oh, yes. Dude, fuck yeah. If Peter Strickland directed Cats. Fuck yeah. I, opening Over. day, Over. no question. Yeah. I would fucking be there. Yeah. Like 100%. <laughs> Damn. That would be awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, like, there you go. I like that. Hunter, I'm sticking with that answer. Okay. I'm not even going to go with any alternates. I like that one so much. And for all of our listeners who don't know who Peter Strickland is, name off the, the accolades uh, here. He's the director of such uh, wonderful pieces of cinema as, uh, in chronological order, uh, Catalan Varga, Berberian Sound Studio, Duke of Burgundy, and the recently released, finally, in America, uh, In Fabric. Yes. About a killer dress. 
Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is a wonderful, it's so good. wonderful it's film. So yeah. Good. <laughs> um, I would go with. Uh, I think when it comes to musicals and stuff, even though they're not always great, my my go to is just Baz Luhrmann. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people yeah. want to do Baz Luhrmann, and I'm right. just like, bro, you can't. Yeah, and you're Only not. Baz Luhrmann can do Baz Luhrmann. Baz Luhrmann's like the Michael Bay of musicals. He is in so many ways. Yes, but also because like he he does have a very very strong talent for what he does. Yes. Gan- granted, what he does it's, is fucking garbage, <laughs> but he like he knows what he's doing right and when you watch someone try to imitate that garbage you realize you're like damn why is this like like i could laugh at that michael bay movie and come out of it and admit to myself like all right i still kind of had fun yeah, you know right, like exactly. that was that was horrible <laughs> but like i had a little bit of a smile on my face and some of the like you know laughing like oh it's so stupid and you're yeah. like yeah but kind of glad i saw that <laughs> you watch other people like battleship and you just yeah you want right, to ex- that's a good you, example. you want to be dead yes um that would be preferable to continuing to watch the film that's on in front of you would be death. Yeah. Uh, and you start to go, huh, maybe this guy has some kind of weird talent. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and that's how Boz Lerman is. It's like, yeah, I've, you know, I've, I haven't seen all of, uh, Baz. It's actually, it's Baz Lerman. Baz Lerman. Yeah. I haven't seen all of Baz's films. I think I've seen all of them except for his first that strictly strictly ballroom oh and that's the one everyone says like you have to see that yeah right i've Um, never never seen that that's the one whenever i tell people i don't like baz lerman movies they're like oh well you you like strictly ballroom though right i'm like i've never seen it like what the fuck like yeah same here yeah no people tell me it's like legit actually a good movie and it's before he got into like yeah what he does you know it's still on netflix i might have to maybe one day one of these days but Um, uh yeah I've, i've probably only seen um uh romeo plus juliet and like parts of moulin rouge i don't think i've ever seen the whole thing okay uh but yeah never saw gatsby never saw australia um i saw australia (laughs) yeah i've been to australia yeah let me tell you i've been to baz's yeah (laughs) i'm sure it's very authentic that movie ends halfway through and then it keeps going Oh, okay. Like, there's literally, like, you could have ended the movie. Yeah. And then it just, it's just another hour. Continues. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Weirdly, kind of a musical as Thanks, well. Baz. <laughs> I figured, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, I mean, I figured it had to be yeah, yeah, to yeah. some degree. Yeah. Well, and then now he's trying to, uh, he's doing an Elvis movie next. Yes. Yeah. Elvis biopic. So I'll probably go see that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, Hannah's going to want to see it no matter what. I mean, she'll probably be furious. I like the you know text from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's playing Elvis. Yeah, so I was like, all right, yeah. he's good. Yeah, um, yeah. I never saw Strictly Ballroom. I saw Romeo, Moulin Rouge. Uh, I love both of those movies. Australia, sad to say, it's not a good movie. Yeah, um, I didn't get through all of his TV show on Netflix. Um, oh yeah, yeah I forgot that. about that. The uh, Get Up or something the get like up, that. The Get Down. Get Down. The Get Down. Yeah, I didn't get through all of that. Um, but yeah, no, I just love... There's a particular energy that he mm-hmm. has in his movies. Yeah, Gatsby, I wasn't the biggest fan of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know, I, I haven't revisited it, but I just wasn't the biggest fan of it. Um, but yeah, he's just got a particular energy to it that I I kind of hope, like, while watching the Cats trailer, like, I w- 
want the energy I got from Moulin Rouge, mm. you know, um, because Moulin Rouge is about a theater company that puts on a show every night and the behind the scenes of it and the drama of it. Yeah. And I know that's not the plot to Cats, right. but I mean, you know, they're clearly like like you were saying earlier, like the sets and everything, even though they're all completely digital, they are made to look like theater sets yeah on exactly. purpose not totally. just because they're cats and they're small to the ground so everything yeah. needs to be huge <laughs> but it does look like a fucking theater set yeah so that's a, i mean that's i think that's a really good comparison about baz uh, lerman though that like that's probably what this movie should be mm-hmm. you know in terms of like hey if you want to take everything that i've been saying you know appears to be the operating logic behind this film like baz would have been a better choice for all that shit yeah. you know to make it even more nonsensical. It's like Exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. It's it's too it's not enough. Playing it too straight. Yeah. 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 This doesn't yeah, it doesn't seem like the style of the movie doesn't seem as batshit insane as it should know that it is. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's it. Yeah, no, I yeah, I totally um, yeah. agree with that. Cuz yeah, cuz Baz Luhrmann's I would describe his style as attention deficit disorder. Okay. Um, and this doesn't seem to have that. No. I feel like, you know, the trailer tries to trick you into making it seem like it has that, but you can tell, I don't know, just from like the shot structure yeah. and set up, and just Tom Hooper in general. It's like he's not going to do like a Baz Luhrmann or Michael Bay kind of like cutting style. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, or he's not going to shoot things like that mm-hmm. where it's meant to be just like all this rat tat machine gun kind of like imagery. Yeah. You know, it's going to be more considered and, you know, and plotted out. Um, and and that's, like, I feel like that's going to work to great lengths against this movie. Yeah. Because I feel like the more you actually, like, think about this movie, <laughs> probably the more it falls apart. So you should probably just try to, like, maintain your attention so much that your critical thought process is just, like, completely <laughs> bypassed. I feel like you've described me watching Baz Luhrmann movies mm-hmm. pretty much, yeah. and I and I don't and I and I and I uh, like it's not any way where like I'm taking offense to it or I feel like that's a bad way to experience his movies, but like his movies definitely have like that music video vibe where you're just like cutting, 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 mm-hmm. um, and and this one I feel like yeah, it's treating it's treating its content and like the outrageousness of the plot. Mm-hmm. And the characters, too much like, I don't know, not to get into the whole what's a movie and what's like cinema and what's not, but it's uh-huh. like, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Like, this isn't something that's going to be. What is the cinema? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't, I feel like this isn't going to be something that's, you know, playing on TCM in 50 years. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and so, it's not like, that I want to yeah. get up and dance either, but. Yeah. 50 years after the movie Breathless came out and changed all the rules of filmmaking, another movie came out and changed the rules of filmmaking. Tom Hooper's Cats. Mass riots in the streets. Yeah. And just, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, that would be my pick for director. Or 60 years after Breathless, sorry. That was so, yeah. 1959 or 60, yeah. Um, Excuse me. Well, this movie comes out next week, December 20th. Mm-hmm. I will be seeing Star Wars first. Yeah. And then, you know, I might have to move Mandalorian Day over so I can just pay $7. Figure out to cats. See yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk to me. Hannah and myself will uh, revisit this topic. Yeah. See if we want to. And, you know, yeah. you let us know when you're going and we'll decide. It's definitely going to be a Tuesday. It's okay. definitely going to be a $7 mm-hmm. day. 
I, I, I can't find myself. The only way I would pay stupid money for this is if it was IMAX. an IMAX. Yeah. There was a collectible tin can, mm. ears, the whole nine yards. I'd yeah. do it. Collectible I collar. Just, ooh. Yeah. Some catnip. Mm-hmm. Some blow. If I, dude, if I get a collar, yeah, well, some blow and a collar that says, <laughs> and a collar that says Rum Tum Tugger, like I would 100% be there. <laughs> I would, I would wear the Rum Tum Tugger collar. I just want to every see, day of my fucking life. I just want to see an adult cat like overdose in this movie. Yeah, that would be pretty sick. Just actually. a fucking. Yeah. What if it opens with just like an overdose? Like, oh god! Oh yeah. oh 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 fuck! Oh god! That's a lot of blood. Uh, <laughs> meow, everybody. It's meow. Just, yeah, meow. Just starts with like the John Travolta cat crashing into Eric Idle cat's <laughs> like house. <laughs> Not Eric Idle. <laughs> Oh uh, my god. Jesus. Yeah. That would be hilarious. Yeah, it'd be pretty amazing. <laughs> fucking dying on me, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have that in my head all night. Um, all right. Well, I will let you guys know when I'm gonna go see this. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> <laughs> go from there. <laughs> all right, I'm just gonna be laughing because all I can think about is that. Yeah, cat's it's version of Pulp Fiction Pulp scene. Fiction. Yeah, yeah. It's probably how they take them to the heavy side. Yeah. <laughs> Injection to the heart. This is Warcellus <laughs> Mouses's wife, man. <laughs> he can't let her die. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got. Uh, yeah, same. I'm like clearly have had nothing to actually say for the past 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I'll cut it together. It's, it's been cool. pretty. Yeah, no, it's been perfect. I mean, yeah. that's where that's that's like probably the best way to talk about this movie. Yeah, is to you know get past any sense of like actual critical or rational thought mm-hmm. and just start to let like in, intuition take over. Yeah, and guide your voice. Much so. like a uh, cat with a ball of string. Exactly. Oh. oh. <laughs> Boom, ending it like that. Yeah. And on the seventh day, there was yarn. (laughs) Thanks, everybody.